it. Now I'm going to turn things back over to Mr. Mark Weber so we can start off hour two of this morning's edition of Garden Talk. Good morning. So what did you learn in the last hour of Garden Talk? Ants are more important than you think. <laughs> <laughs> or at least than I thought. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things that's in balance, you know? They're they're, they're out there and they're doing their they're doing their due diligence to be ants, you know? <laughs> and and it made me wonder also, Mark, I wanted to get your take on this. If ants do provide that for the soil, what are mosquitoes supposed to be good for? <sighs> Swatting. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, in the case of mosquitoes, they're just a fact of life. But what's what's more compelling, though, you know, you remember a few years ago we had this whole West Nile thing. Uh, everybody was terrified of West Nile virus. Remember that? Yeah, I think it was the was it that was the Zika. Zika virus. It was Zika. Yeah, it was Zika. Well, you know that that uh, when well, there was also West Nile before Zika. I'm showing my age here this morning. <laughs> but um, but 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 both of those insects uh, are carried by what they call the tree hole mosquito. And you know where the tree hole mosquito lives most of its life? Where's that? In a tree hole. <laughs> Who would have thought? But, you know, in town or in, in the cities or in places like that, you know where the vast majority of tree holes are created from? Hmm. People? People making bad pruning cuts. Ooh. <laughs> so topping trees is one of the reasons why we should never, never, never top a tree because you can actually create more of the tree hole mosquitoes. So hmm. with that being said, in this hour of Garden Talk, folks, we're going to be taking your calls at 457-1290. We're going to be talking about um, the importance of doing soil testing. We're going to talk about how to repair your lawn from any damage that it sustained this summer season and so much more on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's Consumer Warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning, and welcome back to the second hour of Garden Talk. If you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast, we would love to talk to you. 457-1290. That's 457-1290. This is where we do what we do best, folks, which is help you with your large garden and landscaping challenges. And for the next two-plus hours, we'll be here on the radio talking to each and every one of you. Um, I would like to talk to you today about if you've got a question about your tree, a question about your lawn, a question about your landscape. If you've got a question about whatever is going on in your landscape, we are here to help you find out, figure out, and understand um, why you need to have um, a better yard garden and landscape. Um, in many cases, the places that, uh, that you call home it's surrounded by plants, and those plants need to be cared for in, 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 in a way um, that's it's unique and make those plants thrive and grow. Um, so for the next two hours, we'll be talking to each and every one of you and a little bit about this show as we begin this morning. My name is Mark Weber, and I have hosted this show for 28 years. Um, I hold two degrees in horticulture from Ohio State University. I am also a board-certified master arborist, and I've been involved in the world of plants for well over 40 years. And so when you call Garden Talk at 457-1290, what you're going to get here is expert advice on your landscape. Um, we're going to give you the information uh, about uh, how to grow a better landscape how to be more successful with your landscape on so many different fronts. And as we begin this morning, I'm gonna talk a little bit about um, um, one of the most important things that you can do to your yard, garden, and landscaping is figuring out what your yard landscape really needs when it comes to the importance of fertilization. 
Um, I talk a lot about this throughout the season, and I wanted to spend just a little bit of time today um, talking about why um, you should do a soul test. Um, we're, we're heading into the month of August. August is a great month, ladies and gentlemen, to be doing a lot of important things when it comes to improving your yard, garden, and landscape. Uh, we're in the season very soon of where we should be planting um, trees. We should be planting shrubs. We should be redoing our lawn. It's a season to be planting bulbs, a season to be adding uh, uh, winter blooming pansies. There's a number of different reasons why um, the season to do planting and improvements is nearly upon us. So as we begin this morning's broadcast, I am going to make the statement that's, that, that you should take um, to heart. And that statement is simply this, you should get a soil test. Soil testing tells us um, what our pH of our soil is. Soil testing tells us how much we should fertilize, how much we should not fertilize. And soil testing also tells us a lot about the plants that we can grow and the plants that we can't grow. And what it simply does is give all of us some really good inside information on how we can be better at dealing with our landscape. And I see a lot of lawns and landscapes that are in serious peril related to improper fertilization, too much or not enough. Um, and and, and I, I, I want to say to you that one of the most important things that you can be doing is really looking at what really needs to happen with your yard and landscape based with a soil test. Um, and before you go out and buy plants, make sure you know what your soil conditions are, know what your light conditions are. That would bring you more re reliability with how you will end up being successful. And I would say to you, um, do not um, doubt me on this because I see it all the time. I see it all the time where landscapes are not properly cared for. And a lot of it relates to fertility, simply put. Uh, 457-1290, 457-1290 is the number of the, the dial if you would like to be part of this morning's broadcast. We would love to talk to you about whatever is going on in your gardening world. And uh, I'm going to give you some timely tips today along the way as well about some of the things that you should be doing in your yard this time of year. In one of which, um, when it comes to your lawn, is we're about 14, 15 days away from seeding season. Um, if you've got any bare spots or you've got any open spots in your yard, about August 15th is a really good ideal time of the year to start sowing grass seed. Um, every year, I will tell you, I could probably have had a dollar for every time somebody called me after about September 15th and asked the question on Garden Talk, is it too late to be sowing grass seed? <laughs> um, I will generally say to you, they don't. And, and the reality is um, you really need to um, sow your grass seed in the season that it needs to be sowed. And this is why. See, so, sowing grass seed is a really important piece of, of, of growing grass successfully. But if you plant it too late in the year, um, it's going to be um, not reliable with its germination, meaning you need warm soils and cool nights like we get in the month of August and early September to provide new um, grass growth. If you wait much past September 15th, that seed is not going to germinate. And we need to say that again. If you, if you, if you sow grass seed past September 15th, you're likely are going to have an issue where that seed is not going to germinate or not germinate as well. So August 15th, September 15th, you have 30 day window to get your seed into the ground. And let's talk about a little bit about into the ground. Um, you cannot just throw it on top of the ground and hope that it grows. It's not going to work that way. You've got to rake and move that seed into the soil by raking it or, or sowing it with a seed slicer. There are actually machines 
that you can rent that allow you to sow that seed right into the ground um, by the means of a device called a slit seeder. And then all you do is add water. Um, a next thing that always goes along is don't you put straw down. Straw is not a necessary thing to do with sowing grass seed. As long as that seed is below the ground, just barely below the ground and covered in soil and kept moist, it will germinate and it will grow on its own without any problem whatsoever. And good morning to, we have a meteorologist that just walked through the door. How are you? Just walk in like I own the place. Well, remind me your name because Jesse, Jesse, <laughs> Jesse Mag. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jesse. <laughs> We met two weeks ago, and then uh, that's a long time. For, uh, the week, and I wasn't here last week, so I'm here this week. I so. looked at a sheet of paper, so I knew I was going to get yours right, Mark Weber. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I have to say, it's, it was I was over in Western Pennsylvania this week, and um, and it was interesting because about 45 miles to the east, further there. I saw Hershey, Pennsylvania. They had to close down the park mm -hmm. there. Uh, the whole area in, in Maryland and in New York. I mean, they're just getting pelted with rain. Yeah. They uh, they call kind of what happened there a lot of times um, a little bit of a different setup than this, but they'll call it an atmospheric river. Um, it just continuously over like a, a not very wide location, it just pours a bunch of moisture into the same area, and that's what they saw from – you know, D.C. to eastern Pennsylvania, and it just kept training and training over and over. So uh, that was a weird situation and, and not a good one either because that's a lot of rain. Um, also, I saw this week um, that they have this summer of 2018, the third hottest summer, um, recorded summer in, in history. Yeah, and that's that's pretty impressive because for us here, I don't know if you remember what April was like, but April was quite chilly. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of goes to show you um, things are much different as a whole uh, than they often are in a regional or like a local mm -hmm. kind of area because it was it felt like it was still winter in April and then May came and it was immediately into like summer. So, right. So yeah, overall, um, that seems to be the trend: warmer and warmer. <laughs> So our next, I, I noticed the weather forecast, Jesse, is we've got some rain in the forecast nearly every day next week. Is that correct? That's what it's looking like for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, still a chance on Thursday, Friday, but Tuesday and Wednesday are kind of the uh, the anchors for that. The but wet days. Yeah. And I um, noticed the jet stream shifted again. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're in a cooler trend right now. Um, temperatures are staying below average for sure over the, about the next week, but we will likely see that rebound, especially once we, when you get this rain coming in, that's a sign of things rechanging back. So mm -hmm. we'll likely see the warmer weather come after the rain. Okay. Very good. Well, Jesse, thanks for stopping by. Hey, not a problem. Have a great, it. have a great day. You too. You take care now. Bye-bye folks. When we come back more garden talk, we'll continue after this on AM 1290 and news 957 W H I O. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin. Veterans have done amazing things. They've flown jets, sailed ships around the world, and stood in harm's way to defend our country. But trying to collect the benefits they've earned can be a tough battle. That's why James Free Jewelers is helping the United Way of the Greater Dayton area to bring VetsLink 211 to the Miami Valley. When a vet dials 211, VetsLink helps them navigate the vast network of government agencies. But we need your help to have it ready by this fall. So stop by James Free Jewelers on Far Hills Avenue any time in the month of July. Donate $50 and you'll receive 10% off your purchase. Donate $200 and you'll receive 15% off your purchase. That's right. Make a donation and you could receive up to 15% off your purchase at James Free Jewelers. Now that's in-store only. Some exclusions do apply. Cannot be used with discounts. See store for details. So help the United Way bring VetsLink 211 to Dayton. Visit James Free Jewelers, 3100 Far Hills Avenue. Once you shop at James Free... You'll never shop anywhere else. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin with Richard Herps of Keller Williams Hometown Realty. Richard, through the years, we've talked a lot about what you can do for someone who is looking to sell their home. But do you have any advice for someone who's looking to buy? Well, some of the best tips would be in this type of a market is to determine and stick to a budget. Identify the neighborhoods that you want to look at 
and also find out what's important to you and the home that you choose. And most importantly, with inventory so low, when you find that right home, be ready to make a decision quickly and bid competitively. And what's the next thing they need to do to make sure the process goes smoothly? Call me at 477-1411. Now, you've got homes that are available that might, in fact, match up well with someone who's out there who's put their wish list together. That's right. We prospect daily looking for buyers and sellers. So if you need to buy or sell, call me immediately at 477-1411. And your website again? That's teamherbst.com, T-E-A-M-H-E-R-B-S-T.com. David Cemetery offers many options for your cremation, from niches in our mausoleums and columbariums to a ground burial in our traditional grave spaces or scattering in our remembrance circle. Like traditional burial, placing a cremation in a columbarium or mausoleum niche offers family and friends a physical location for memorialization. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. Could you retire? sooner than you think and with greater financial security. Hello, I'm David Gaylor, president of Tradewinds Financial Group. I'm also the author of Income Allocation. You will learn strategies to create a dependable, sustainable, and predictable income stream for your retirement. You'll also learn critical information about the two risks you must manage for a successful retirement. Learn more about these strategies and give Tradewinds Financial Group a call. 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. The sound of gunfire, the smell of smoke, the wail of tornado sirens. Everything can change in an instant. And at the end of your day, News Center 7 is there. What police tell me Wherever and whenever news breaks. Battling the blaze. Our team is on the scene, working to make sense of what's happening in our community. So you have all the information you need for tomorrow. We begin tonight with breaking news. News Center 7 at 11. It's coverage you can count on every night. Gallery Home Furnishings in Inglewood is having their annual Smith Brothers of Burn sale. 60 months interest-free financing on Amish-made bedroom, dining room, tables, and upholstery. Custom orders welcome to... Hurry in, sail in soon. Visit galleryhomefurnishings.com. Keeping your family safe. Our Storm Center 7 team of meteorologists bring you the information you need to know around the clock, 24-7. Depend on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Garden Talk. If you would like to be part of this morning's broadcast, I would love to talk to you at 457-1290. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from New Center 7. For today, comfortable conditions at the surface remaining low with the humidity. A few clouds in the sky, but overall looking at a good amount of sunshine, 78 degrees for the high. Overnight tonight, we're dipping down to about 60 degrees for the low, partly cloudy and cool. For tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds and a slight chance for a shower storm popping up later in the day. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. For, uh, 457-1290 if you would like to be part of this morning's broadcast. And of course, we have an open line for you if you would like to be part of today's broadcast. Let's check out the uh, radar right now. We're resting at, at 58 degrees in downtown Dayton. Clear skies. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290, and uh, we'll put you into the Master Control Studios. I also want to share with all of you, if you have not done this yet uh, this season, it is the time to do it. And that would be to um, take your mower and your lawnmower, that is, and go ahead and uh, clean out the deck underneath and then sharpen and balance the mower blades that are underneath of it. By doing so, you will provide a much better um, 
cut and a much better looking lawn. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. Let's go talk to Joe. Joe, good morning, and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Morning. Um, I had a question about trimming dead limbs out of a tree. Okay. Is there a certain way to cut them, and do you have to put anything on the limb after you cut it out? Well, first of all, we don't paint wounds. <laughs> we haven't we haven't painted wounds in thirty years. So the first thing. I, well, I figured that. Yeah. So we don't we don't paint we don't paint uh, tree tree wounds at all. Uh, some current with like with uh, white with oak wilt disease sometimes you will but in most cases you don't um, when you remove a dead branch out of a tree and and the branch is connected to the trunk of the tree or to a second to another branch okay okay and where it's connected into the tree likely that part of the tree is alive does that make sense yes so where it's connected together there's what they call a collar and a collar is a place where there is a, a region of meristematic tissue. And remember a famous quote that I'll always say, <laughs> trees don't heal, they seal. Okay. So, say that again. Trees don't heal, they seal. Meaning what the tree wants to do is compartmentalize and build walls all the way around where that wound is at. Because to a tree, the worst enemy to a tree is moisture moisture that comes from outside in because a tree's made up of wood fibers cellulose hemocellulose and lignin and when those wood fibers are exposed to water they that water brings fungi and bacteria so it's kind of like your house if you don't if you don't paint your wood house or your wood wood siding or your trim or stain it or use treated wood what does it do it rots and it decays doesn't it right so do so do trees so in the case of a tree, it has to be able to compartmentalize in a three-dimensional model all the way around that decay zone. So that tree, yeah. that dead tree branch that you have is a gateway. It's an entryway to provide decay into the trunk of the tree. So does it use, does it use the sap to seal itself? Yeah. No, what the tree does is it builds walls, walls. So let's say you cut that branch off. You use what we call a one, two, three method which means you're gonna reduce the length of the branch to, the, to about six to eight inches outside the collar and make the last cut just, just above where the collar is of the tree. If you go to, there's a number of websites that can, if you go to a website called treesaregood.org, it'll show you pictures of what a branch, of what a collar is on a tree. And, okay, and, and, if you, and if you make the cut too close and you cut into the collar, you actually create a more of a gateway for decay to go into the trunk of the tree. And the tree, and, and the sp certain species will lay in what they call tylosis into that zone, but the tree, for the most part, will compartmentalize that zone if the tree's healthy, which the other piece of this is, is even though you made the good pruning cut, you gotta make sure the tree is healthy, meaning proper watering and fertility so that the tree can maximize its biological wherefore-all to compartmentalize the decay. All right, is there a certain time of year that's best to do it? Um, on oaks, we only prune oaks in the winter. This, this is a maple. Maple, I would, would say to you, uh, what type of maple? Sugar or, or silver? Or uh, that I couldn't tell you. Okay. Um, just be careful if, it, if it's an older tree or younger tree. Older. I would get it inspected first by an ISA certified arborist for health health concerns. Okay. And then from there, we can talk about deadwooding. But I think getting an inspection done first is probably one of the wisest things you can ever do with your trees. All right. Okay, sir. Thank you for the call and have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. More Garden Talk will continue with Randy Tischer from Green Velvet Sod Farms after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it.
It's 731. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this hour. A scene in Dayton, a mother defending her daughter. That's her justification for what was caught on video and posted to social media. Coming up, we'll give you the latest. We're staying dry and comfortable today, but I'm talking the next chance for rain in my exclusive forecast coming up. With WHIO triple team traffic, so far so good out there this morning on those freeways and service streets. Watch for road work on I-75 past State Route 725. Could be a little bit of a slowdown for you in that area. And our top story is Cincinnati woman is demanding a Dayton mother be charged after getting caught on a video in a fight with her 13-year-old daughter. Bonnie Knight says her 13-year-old daughter, Kilila, uh, is living up in Dayton in a group home and was walking back when this incident happened on Otterbine Avenue. What started as an argument apparently escalated. Knight says the two girls got in a fight and the other girl's mother came out with a baseball bat. A neighbor reported the incident. Do that little girl with that stick, that's not her. I was lost for words for an adult to even strike a child like that with a baseball bat. WHIO Sean Cudahy says 33-year-old Latasha McClinsky was arrested and released from jail to this week but was not formally charged. Right now, Knight still demanding charges be brought down against her. In Fairborn, a woman is furious about after she says a neighborhood dog attacked her and is still in the neighborhood. Amy Agee was on the front porch when she told me the dog suddenly came around the corner and bit her arms and legs. I talked to Greene County Animal Control. They tell me the dog is now quarantined at its owner's home. That's New Center 7's Kate Bartley. She says animal control is helping in this investigation. The dog has been labeled dangerous and may have to be euthanized. In Jefferson Township, a man in his 60s is taken to the hospital after being burned in a fire that started in his kitchen. Crews tell us they expect that man had been cooking when the fire happened. Nobody else was home with him when he was burned on his hands and arms. He's expected to be okay. Right now, no word on just how much that damage was done to that home or how bad the fire is still being investigated. Now let's get a quick look at our weather forecast from meteorologist Jesse Mag. For today, we're looking at plenty of sunshine out there, humidity remaining low. We do have a chance for a few clouds popping up a little bit later in the day. High temperature today, 78 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. Well, the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar shows some areas of patchy clouds in parts, but looking mostly clear out there are for this morning. We are looking at temperatures slowly starting to heat up. It was 52 degrees in Troy, 57 in Springfield, 58 here in Dayton at 734. I'm Jonah Adi on AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO. Depend on it. Looking to save money without sacrificing exceptional Medicare coverage? Choose Medigold. Medigold has more benefits than original Medicare, with customer service based right here in Ohio. We have plans to fit your unique needs, including a $0 monthly premium, automatic Part D drug coverage, and preventive dental benefits. Medigold is easy to use with many $0 copays, a free fitness membership, and access to worldwide urgent and emergency care. You deserve exceptional Medicare coverage. Attend a free seminar close to home by registering online at Medigold.com. Medigold is a Medicare Advantage organization with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in Medigold depends on contract renewal. This information is not a complete description of benefits. Contact the plan for more information. Limitations, copays, and restrictions may apply. Benefits, premiums, and or copays may change on January 1st of each year and vary by county. You must continue to pay your Medicare Part B premium. A salesperson will be present with information and applications. For accommodation of persons with special needs at sales meetings, call 1-800-964-4525. Find new roads to savings at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. The intersection of Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg is the place you'll find dependable transportation. Great deals, no doubt, every day. For a young family member driving to and from school, for a person who spends a lot of time working on the road, or a parent who doubles as a shuttle service, you'll always find a great deal at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. Come see us and discover a big city selection of trucks, cars, vans, and SUVs. Dave Kale specializes in hard-to-find trucks. Make summer driving a pleasure with a vehicle you'll treasure. Dave says you'll always get a warm reception at his dealership. We urge you to take the easy country drive where you'll find no hassles, minimum time at the dealership, plus our great selection of GM-certified used vehicles. Find new roads to Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks, routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg. Visit their website, DaveKehlChevrolet.com. 
Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started. For over 30 years, the place to save is Dave Kale's Chevrolet. This is WHIO's Clark Howard. I save you money, and the gang at WHIO work hard to bring you live breaking weather, traffic, and news right here. W-H-I-O. How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, Mr. Tisher. Good morning, sir. Oh, boy, what a summer it has been to try to grow grass, isn't it? Well, you know, we've uh, we've got a little uh, little break in summer here in the last few days. I know you were talking about that with, uh, with your weatherman there a few minutes ago, but I don't think... Uh, I don't think uh, winter or winter. I don't think summer's done with us yet. I think we're gonna. I think the days of uh, of 90 degrees and and humidity and those nighttime temperatures that are gonna be 70 degrees or more. I don't think we've seen the last of those yet. But uh, but you know you can always hope. <laughs> you know, Randy, I, I I have to say, Pythium has been a pithy mess this year. <laughs> Well, that's why I uh, that's why I sent you a, a blog posting about yeah. Pythium. Uh, uh, now that we've gotten into these cooler temperatures, uh, it, it's taken us out of that little, or at least slowed down that Pythium uh, problem. But but when we get these summer days that are hot, uh, evenings that don't get down below 70 degrees, and especially when the grass plant gets put to bed, so to speak, uh, wet, goes to bed wet in the evening, either from irrigation or from these thunderstorms that pop up in the evening, and and you've got a hot, humid day, a hot, humid night, a wet leaf all night long. Um, Pythium, I think, probably has been worse this year than any other year that I can remember. I sent you a picture of a right. of a lawn uh, uh, here in the Dayton area. Uh, it had Pythium, and, and it's interesting. Pythium is is often a white cottony. Uh, uh, sort of like white cotton down into the, the grass plant. Uh, uh, if you see, uh, you know, wake up in the morning and and it looks like somebody just spread cotton all over your yard, uh, you know, that may be a, a, a good a good good chance that you have pythium. Uh, it's a white mycelium. It's a fungus uh, uh, on the leaf blades. And uh, and the worst thing you can do, and I sent you a picture of it. Uh, the worst thing you can do with a lawn like that is walk on it or, or run your mower over it or whatnot because you'll just track it uh, all over the place. And the bad thing about pythium, you know, some of these, some of these summer diseases are are bad, but they're not always life-threatening. But pythium can take out a, a whole lawn uh, pretty quickly, and it, it really doesn't uh, care whether it's a tall fescue lawn, right. a bluegrass lawn. Uh, it probably likes uh, perennial ryegrass the most, but. Uh, it's just something to watch for, and especially when we get back into these hot, humid days uh, and evenings. Uh, uh, you know, I don't think we've seen the last of some of these turf diseases like uh, like Pythium. And you know, Randy, the the thing that I'm I'm finding very very interesting about this is it's been I think I can't even remember the last time we had Pythium at the level that we have seen it this year and i i think it was related to this incredibly hot summer that we had yep and and and, and mark you, you think about these we've had these pop-up thunderstorms in the evening right uh and so it's hot it's humid and then that grass plant gets soaked and spends the whole evening wet i mean the the, the cultural practices to avoid uh, uh this are uh, are putting your you know grass to bed so to speak dry uh, improving air circulation around the leaf plant, uh, uh, you know, not over-fertilizing it. Uh, uh, these are things that just try to get more air movement into that plant. And when it gets hot and humid and wet, uh, those things are tough to do. And we've, uh, just like you say, I've seen more pythium this year than probably the last five years combined, I imagine. Yeah, and, and, and it, it seems to be like it doesn't care what if you're a turf-type tall fescue plant or if you're a Kentucky bluegrass plant, it really does not care. It's an equal opportunity turf disease. Mark. You got that right, and that's, that's the right. thing that, I, that, I'm, that I, I've seen this year with it. It's been quite, uh, been quite fascinating on, on multiple, multiple fronts in, in, in that regard. 
Yeah, well, just keep your eyes peeled for it for everybody that uh, goes on your blog. I've I've got pictures of it and uh, and you can sort of see what it looks like. So if you see it in your yard, the best thing to do is is uh, certainly not uh, not spread it around the rest of your yard with your mower or your fertilizer spreader or even your feet because uh, it spreads and it will it will go right down into the crown of the plant and and it'll kill the plant. Uh, you will be uh, you will be reseeding or resodding your lawn if you have a, a, a severe outbreak of pythium. I can guarantee that. Well, and and and, and I'm going to say, Randy, let's let's talk for just a moment about 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 um, um, that because here we are, almost August one. Yep. And like I said, we're about 14 days away from a season of grass seeding. And I can't emphasize this enough to our listeners that, folks, it is going to be the time to start sowing. If you've got a pythium issue, you're going to be sowing grass seed. And uh, the earlier, the better, at least in my mind. Well, it is. Uh, we start, uh, you know, we even we even cheat a little bit sometimes. Uh, depends on what the weather is like. We might start a little bit uh, earlier than the 15th. But year in and year out, August 15th, uh, to uh, you know, I'd like to have everything done here at Green Velvet on our farm by the by the middle of September. I will keep seeding if I have to till the first of October. But uh, you get into and I heard you talk about it earlier here today. You get uh, and you're you, you're right, Mark. You're going to have customers call you up the middle or the end of September and say, "Can I still plant my grass seed?" Right. And uh, and the answer is, yeah, you can plant it, but there's no. Uh, guarantee that it's going to get mature enough to get a root system developed and make it through the winter. Right. So we try very hard here at Green Velvet uh, to get all of our grass planted in August and early September. Uh, uh, year in and year out, that's the best time of the year to do it. Uh, fall is, uh, we, let's, we call it a fall seeding, but I guess it's still summer seeding. But uh, but it's the best time of the year to plant grass seed. Uh, in my mind, the second best time is I, I like these winter dormant seedings back in in December and January, but uh, uh, spring seedings for me are probably the third best time of the year to seed, and, and the month of July is the single worst month of the entire year to plant grass seed in my book. But uh, uh, it's right around the corner, Mark, and, and it's so easy to do with these new overseeders, slice seeders. Right. Uh, you can rent these. Uh, you can have somebody do it for you, but you can transform an old tired lawn into a state-of-the-art beautiful lawn almost overnight and uh, as warm as the soil temperatures are uh, you, you you get your grass seed planted properly uh, you fruit feed it properly and uh, it jumps right out of the ground and uh, and by uh, oh I don't know middle of September first of October your lawn's gorgeous exactly so it's easy exactly and that's that's my take-home message today is folks it is it is the beginning of fall and we're about 14 days away from it and the season for you to really start to crank it up and, and improve your yard, um, particularly your lawn, because we've had the summer from, from Hades, so to speak. Yep. Um, I think it's incredibly important for you all to uh, realize that this is the season to do it. Mr. Tischer, as always, good to hear your voice, and uh, we'll talk to you very, very soon, sir. Well, i got to put my sales pitch in for my father. He always said cheap grass seed is the most expensive grass seed you can buy. Amen. So when you're going out and hunting for that grass seed, take some time to do a little homework, look at the tag, understand what you're buying, because you can also put in the most disgusting things in your yard uh, uh, just as easy. So uh, I I wouldn't be doing my father. My father would be yelling at me right now. I can hear him right now if I didn't have to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know what? You 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 reap what you sow. <laughs> there you go. You're right. Exactly. You have a wonderful week. I will, sir. Take care of you. Okay. Thank you very much, Mark. You See bet. you later. Yeah. Bye bye. You've been in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Zod Farms. Our Ask the Expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions. Call Mark Weber at 457-1290. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Attention, attention listeners. The wild and la crazy last hour of Garden Talk begins in roughly 15 minutes here on WHIO Radio. Your chance to win a $25 gift card, 
from Knollwood Garden Center is just 15 minutes away. Stay tuned. 457-1290. All right, Javon, let's go to the telephone lines at 457-1290. Who's on first? It's Bob. Bob, good morning. Hello? Good morning, Bob. Welcome to Garden Talk. Hello. Um, Yeah, I just had a question um, concerning, uh, I planted a bunch of uh, Elmwood Green Arborvitas. Okay. And right down the line, one of them, right in the middle, is dying. It's just starting to turn yellow. Hmm. Um, What would you say is the first step I need to do? Um, well, how recently did you, did you, um, 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 plant it is my question. I planted them, um, early spring. Okay. And how often have we been watering? Um, at about every other day. Okay. About every other day. Okay. Um, and how much have you watered? Really couldn't say as far as gallons wise. Uh, okay. Soaking them pretty good, uh, letting them seep into the soil pretty good. And, okay. Uh, well, let's kind of go. This is where we can get ourselves in trouble. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, the problem with watering is 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 we we can kill it by not applying enough, and we can kill it by not giving it too much. Okay. Uh-huh. So my sense is, you know, we somewhere along the way, if the plant's dying, it tells us it didn't get enough water or maybe it got too much water. So, okay. you know, watering is probably the most critical place anytime that we're, you know, transplanting a new plant and trying to establish it into the landscape. Yeah. So I think you may, you know, may have some water relation issues. Um, and, and, you know, my opinion was, is that when you go pull it out of the ground, see how wet the dirt is underneath and see, you okay. may have a drainage issue going on below ground. Okay. And that's what, what, what I, what I would be maybe looking at. Okay. Cause that, I was, I was just concerned because it was like only one and they're, they're all in a straight line. Um, so they are seem to be all be getting about the same amount of water. So right. And, and you might be something underground that's in that area or or it did more. not yeah or it did not have enough um or did not have an adequate root system when it got transplanted too and that, okay and that that could have been were these bald and burlap trees or were these um trees that were um i mean plants that were in containers they were in containers okay so when we pulled them out of the container and we planted them correct Okay. What do we do the root systems when we want to plant them? Um, kind of laid it on the side, busted up, uh, you know, the dirt around it, kind of spread the roots back out. Um, okay. Put it in the ground. Okay. So any roots that were maybe circling, did we try to correct those? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay, because that's real important. Otherwise, they're going to grow in a big circle and end up killing the whole tree. So. <laughs> okay. Um. So we need to maybe. I, I don't know. It, it would okay. if they were container trees. Usually, container trees dry out a lot quicker than trees that um, that are bald and burlap. Okay. So I would say to you that that's where I would you know go to the place where 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 where, where I'm trying to say to you overall is that 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 my guess is they it dried out at some point. Okay. All right. So. If it's starting to turn yellow, I mean, it's just starting to. Is is there any saving it, or is it is it not on a con, not on a conifer? No. Okay. Yeah, not okay. on a con. I, I, it's highly uh, highly unlikely that you're going to get that to happen. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, sir. All right. Thank thanks for the call and have a good day. Okay. You too. Thank All you. Right, bye bye. When we come back, we're going to talk to Dan about weeds in his lawn and talk to you at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 
95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Stockslagers is our name. Since 1959, the Stockslagers family mission is to bring you quality plants at affordable prices. Remember to maintain your growing garden with the necessary nutrients from our complete range of fertilizers. Protect your flowers and vegetable plants from damaging insects. Our knowledgeable staff can recommend the right products from organics to the tried and true brands. We're here for you year round to serve your gardening needs. Find us in New Lebanon on State Route 35. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. Find huge savings now through Sunday during Menard's Crazy Day Sale. Save $14 per gallon after sale price and rebate on Grand Distinction interior and exterior paint. Classic three-tap shingles from Owens Corning are $9.98 per bundle after rebate. Get a 20-volt Black & Decker drill for only $19.99. Crestone retaining wall blocks are $0.69 cents each after rebate. These deals are so crazy, they're available in-store only while supplies last. So hurry in to save big during Menard's Crazy Day Sale. Save big money at we clean the city. We clean the city on rock and roll. We are space management. We are the building maintenance professionals, and we clean this city. Get your commercial building clean at spacemanagement.com. Gallery Home Furnishings in Inglewood is having their annual Smith Brothers of Burn sale. 60 months interest-free financing on Amish-made bedroom, dining room, tables, and upholstery. Custom orders welcome too. Hurry in, sail in soon. Visit galleryhomefurnishings.com. Hundreds of reporters working around the clock to bring you the latest news from the Miami Valley. You can depend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Garden Talk, and uh, let's check out the updated weather forecast. For today, comfortable conditions at the surface remaining low with the humidity. A few clouds in the sky, but overall looking at a good amount of sunshine. 78 degrees for the high. Overnight tonight, we're dipping down to about 60 degrees for the low, partly cloudy and cool. For tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds and a slight chance for a shower storm popping up later in the day. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows uh, clear conditions. We got a beautiful um, sunrise on tap this morning and on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. Let's head back to the telephone lines and let's ha- talk to Dan. And uh, Dan, good morning and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Uh, good morning, Mark. I have two questions regarding lawn uh, weeds. First of all, the first one is a grows low to the ground on a central runner. The leaves are about an inch in diameter with lobes and no spray that I have found so far will eradicate these. Huh. Do we know what any of the, I mean, have you had it identified at all? I have not. I've seen it in other yards in our area, and uh, no one else seems to be able to find a reason to or a way to get rid of these things. Okay, but we don't know. We, we haven't had it identified. Correct. correct. Okay, so I think... I, I, I really think the first place we need to begin is um, identification because it's really hard to, to guess for me to guess through the telephone line. <laughs> I understand what, what it what it actually is. Um, and I would say more so we need to figure out the biology of the plant. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because without doing that, 
Um, it's going to be really, really rough row to hoe, so to speak. Okay. So well, these runners tend to be, uh, they'll grow a foot, foot and a half long. The stems off the runner will be about two inches. And then we have these sort of lobed, almost a heart-shaped leaves uh, growing from those stems. Again, we really need to see what this law looks like. Okay. Because it's really, it's really difficult for me to even begin to guess what this might be. I understand. Because I think the, the reality is is that you, you really need to figure out what the name of this plant is. Mm-hmm. Because without that, you're not going to, you're not going to get any, any um, result that's worth worthy of, of, of a try because. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. You see what I'm trying to say? I understand. Because this is, this is where planet and, and, and this is a, a good teachable moment too, from the standpoint is plant identification matters in, in controlling uh, diseases and in insects. It just does. And you've got to realize that if you don't do it, you're going to end up with a situation where you're going to be spending lots of money on things that you don't need to spend money on. Okay. Okay. So I take it somewhere. Yeah, I would take it to a local garden center or somebody like that to kind of help you figure out what this plant is. And, and once you, you know, got that part figured out, then, then, then the rest is, should be fairly easy as far as the, the figuring out what's going to be the best way to control it. Okay. Well, that, that's good. Thank you. Uh, one other question has to do with crabgrass. Okay. Uh, how, you know, each year I don't like to use a pre-emergent. I have dogs in the yard and I don't like to use a lot of spray. So, so why, well, well, let's back up for a minute. So what's your fear of using pre-emergence? I, well, I really, you know, you have to spread it over the entire yard and it seems like uh, it just isn't that effective for me. Okay. I will say the best, one of the best means of control for crabgrass is and has been pre-emergent herbicides. In fact, I, I'm going to also make a statement that has, a, has you know, some ramifications. Um, in, the, in the scheme of weed control strategies, pre-emergent materials are much, much, much better than, than trying to deal with them after the fact. Um, when you're trying to deal with a weed problem after the fact, you're going to be running into a bigger, bigger issue. Yes. Because the problem that you're in at that point in time is you, you risk damage to other adjoining plants, but more so you're putting all of your, all your basket, all your eggs in one basket to try to control a weed that already has the potential to reflower and reset seeds and more so has the potential to, um, grow rhizomes if it's a perennial. So your first line of defense with weeds, you really have three. One is pre-emergence, two is post-emergence, and three is cultural controls. And you need to use all three when you're dealing with that issue. If you do all three, you're less, you're more likely to be successful than putting all your reliance onto one of the one of the of the legs of the stool, so to speak. Okay. So I would strongly urge you to use crabgrass prevention in the spring. In the long term, it's going to be a much more successful strategy for you, sir. Take care, and thanks for calling Garden Talk, folks. The wild and crazy last hour of Garden Talk is just a few minutes away. Get your dialing fingers prepared for a $25 gift card to Knollwood if you think you know what plant I am. And so much more on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.